Welcome to Seder Stories, the official podcast of Holy Cross Athletics. Hello and welcome to this edition of Seder Stories. My name is Elijah Gonzalez. We thank you for taking the time out to listen to this episode here of Seder Stories. We hope you're staying safe and healthy wherever you are in the Holy Cross community. Now, very exciting episode we have on tap here. I'm pleased to be joined by the head football coach of the Holy Cross Crusaders, head coach Bob Chesney. Coach, first off, how are you doing? A great day yesterday. Very exciting day uh, for your program, getting uh, some new recruits and finally signed and uh, officially within the program. If you haven't been able to take a look at the inside look at the day, uh, make sure you head over to Twitter and check out that video. An awesome look um, at Coach Chesney and the rest of the of the group um, getting these recruits and getting them signed. Coach, um, I just want to start with uh, what your thoughts were on yesterday. Well, I thought yesterday was very successful. I, I think that you know this was a this was a long, you know, pretty arduous process when it when it came down to it. You know, there wasn't a a whole lot that was easy about this. You know, typically a recruiting cycle, you know, we'd have our season. We'd we'd see some guys at you know at camps over the summer. Then we'd go into our season, and then we'd end up after being out on the road, watch these guys play. You know, get them back up for official visits. Get you know, there's just so many interactions that typically happen. Probably, you'd say four or five, sometimes six different times that you'll get a chance to to meet and see a young man and his family. And in this case, uh, majority of these guys we saw zero times. You know, which is you know very very interesting. You know, we, we relied quite a bit on you know, videos of their actual heights and weights and wingspans and, and drills that we could see online. We had to take everything that we would do in those four camps where we'd have close to 200 kids at each of those, 800 different kids coming through. We had to take that all and make it virtual. So now all of a sudden you were, you were instead of having, you know, four camps and spending those four hours during those four camps, you're now watching over 800 different combines and film and more than that, you know, to, to try to get to to these numbers and make sure that we're we're quantifying you know what we're also seeing on film but then let's also add in the fact that some of these guys didn't even have film of their senior year so there's a lot in here that um i think probably us and them had to do a lot of really digging into a lot of the concrete data of who they are but also who we are uh, because the emotion the feeling the connection probably isn't as strong as it would be when you're visiting face to face with them four or five different times so I think the neat thing about that is it got us to a point where uh, there were certain numbers that we valued and certain things that we saw were important along with the whole person, um, but we quantified a lot more. And I will bet you they could say the same thing. They picked the school that was the, the best for them academically and for life after football. And they also picked it you know, based on history and tradition and based on trajectory of current teams. I think we all kind of were able to dig a little deeper into the factual information with the emotion sort of removed from it. So not saying it was an emotional day and it's not still an emotional decision, but it's probably one of the most educated decisions being made out there uh, this time around, just because of the, the circumstances we were all in. Yeah, strange year. And I think you mentioned it as well. Some of these guys not even getting a chance to, to play their senior year in, in certain states, but I want to jump right into this class because I know you're extremely excited to talk about this class. And I want to start with the offensive line. Uh, Sam Milberg first on this list uh, to talk about. Yeah, well, Sam, I mean, Sam was our first commit all right? way back, I think, in July. Sam was our, our first commit, uh, 6'5", 280 pounds, coming out of Staples High School. Um, phenomenal young man. He was a team captain as a senior, um, as a three-sport athlete, I think. Just a really 
good fit for us. A big, you know, very, very big guy, very physical, very tough, and, um, you know, can kind of do it all, played a bunch of different positions up front. He's very exciting and one that, you know, we were, we were with and tracking for a long time. And, uh, you know, he, again, though, he was the first to get in with us. Yeah. And then, you know, moving on to, uh, to Eddie Cachone out of, out of uh, Miami, Florida. Yeah. So Eddie comes from Gulliver prep again, a team captain, all three of these linemen, you know, are team captains, you know, for us. And these are guys that, you know, we're bringing in to replace, you know, quite a bit of talent that has left this position over the past couple of years, but he's a phenomenal, this phenomenal kid comes, you know, he and his mother were so excited the day we offered him. And uh, we spent a lot of time with Eddie as well. Got a chance to learn a lot about him, watch a lot of film on him. You know, and he was able to play this pasture as well. They were undefeated. Um, in 2019, they were undefeated. And again, he was back to team captain in, in 2020, but a very smart, you know, tough, physical uh, young man that we're very glad to have uh, joining our team. And then you rounded out with another guy who is a leader um, in, at his per, uh, prospective high school in Cam McNair, team captain in both 2019 and 2020. That's right. And Cam, Cam is a large human being, all right? 6'5", 315 pounds. Uh, Go, goes to a Catholic school down there, Donovan Catholic uh, in New Jersey. Very good, you know, football player, an unbelievable young man. And the more you get to meet Cam, I think the more you're going to see why this is such a perfect fit. You know, he's just very well thought out. You know, he, he, he's so intellectual with a lot of the conversations and decisions he makes, you know, and he really understands the value of this Holy Cross education. And you know, he's going to be, uh, I think he's going to be a great leader, not only on this football team, but on the entire campus. I, I think that rounds out a terrific class of offensive linemen uh, that you guys are bringing in, um, in this class. I want to move now to tight ends. And, you know, one thing that doesn't change at this position as well as another team captain, Jacob Peterson, um, and what he was able to do in high school as well. Yeah, so Jay's coming to us from out in Illinois, uh, again, a, a state champion in, I think, 2019, um, you know, just a, a played defensive end and also played tight end. Now, Jake's future, he felt, was at tight end, and so do we, but I also, I could see him maybe going out on the field, you know, time and again to, to possibly rush the passer, but he's big, 6'4", you know, 230 pounds, an enormous wingspan, and just a hard, hard worker from a very hardworking family. Jake's going to be a, a, a very pleasing addition, you know, to that tight end room. That's a room that I'm excited to watch over these next bunch of years because we had graduated two guys last year, but the production that's got to come out of this next group, I think is all, it's all there. It's just a matter of us being able to, to get a lot of these young guys on this field and be able to contribute and play. And the next group uh, that we'll talk about is one where Dominic Cozier had such a successful year uh, last year for you on the ground, but you bring in a running back, Jordan Fuller. Tell me a little bit about him. Well, Jordan was a team captain in 2020. I think he was team captain, you know, before he went over to Governor's Academy as well, but uh, over 3,000 yards, 36 touchdowns, you know, in, in his high school career. Last year in 2019, I think close to 1,400 yards, uh, and they only played eight games. You know, this kid was named MVP of his team, just a phenomenal work ethic, a great, great football player, and one that knows Holy Cross pretty well. His father, I believe, holds the record for, uh, was also a baseball and football player here, but I think he holds the all-time rushing record. Um, so that's kind of cool to watch those two go back and forth and, and, and talk about what Jordan's about to do here. But definitely uh, a position where we lost a great amount of production. I think Jordan's kind of a mix between all the backs that we have right now, and that's something we're looking for. 
Moving on to the the quarterback position, uh, I, I think you know obviously just so much talent at that position always, and and one that a lot of people always look at. Uh, you bring in a guy from Tampa, Florida, Joe Pasansky, uh, a guy who has been a continuous winner uh, in high school as well, won a, won a couple of district championships down there in Florida. Absolutely. So he actually has traveled quite a bit in in his time. So Joe started, I think, was born in Minnesota, then had moved to Pennsylvania, then was living down in Virginia and then eventually moved down to Tampa and was only there for that year at Tampa Jesuit. And he ended up becoming the starter, uh, you know, right before the season started. And he took that team. You know, I think they ended up 11 and one at the end of the year. And just a phenomenal year, uh, 29 and seven as a starter, you know, over close to 7,000 passing yards, 80 touchdowns over his career, just absolutely phenomenal football player. And I think uh, comes from that, that sort of pedigree, his father, I think played basketball was a thousand, you know, point uh, score. His mother, the same as a younger brother on the Jesuit team with him down in Tampa and just a, a neat family that wins a bunch. So a funny story about Joe is that his great, his great grandfather, um, you know, was from my area back in Pennsylvania and, and was a guy that played in the coal region and was on our big 33 team in Pennsylvania. And just a, a, a really, you know, just when you think about the genetics of Joe and what he comes from, you know, he's a winner and, and all every, just about everybody in his family has been very, very productive uh, on in their particular sports. And we're really excited for Joe to come here and produce the quarterback position. Let's talk about a position that you guys have seen a lot of success in, especially last year. We saw Ayer Asante come on the scene and really have a breakout year for you guys as well. Uh, tell me about Justin Shorter out of uh, New Jersey, a, a first-team all-conference performer as well. It just seems like you guys continue to add at that position. Yeah, we do. And I think, you know, if you if you recall, last year we had a good group. The year before, we actually had to bring in five different guys, I think is what it was. And, you know, all of these guys are very capable. And then, you know, as we look through it, we were thinking, are we even going to bring in a receiver for this year? And then Justin showed up and when we realized we were taking one and only one, this was the one. You know, again, I think a pretty good cross between what we have um, and he kind of fits like Jordan Fuller does a little bit. His skill set kind of fits in between all the guys we have. So he's sort of the missing link to that room that I think is going to tie it all together. He's really, really exciting to watch. An unbelievable football player. Again, a great family, all conference, you know, just a, a really, really good uh, young man that, that brings quite a bit of talent to that already very talented room. Now, Coach, before we round out this offensive class, I just want to ask you a general question uh, on your thoughts of, of the entire offensive class as a whole. Yeah, I think, you know, we weren't in any of this looking for huge quantity, right? We were looking for quality. We're bringing in one receiver, one running back, one quarterback. You know, there's just not a one tight end. There's not, there wasn't a whole ton of room for guys. So it allowed us to be very, very selective in who we were bringing in. And I think that was probably the biggest thing is these, our coaches spent a ton of time trying to figure out who was the best fit and for what particular reasons. And, and I think, you know, that's exactly what you see here. You know, this isn't by accident. We didn't, you know, just try to pick up anybody we could. We were very, very deliberate about the way we did this because we knew uh, quality and also the open position and what we we're missing in those positions at that time is exactly what we're looking for. And I think exactly what we found. All right, well, we're going to step aside here on the podcast. When we come back, we'll have the defensive side of the ball, and Coach Chesney will break that all down for us. You're listening to the National Signing Day podcast right here on Seder Stories. Run, roll, walk. 
Massachusetts is getting moving again, and UMass Memorial Healthcare is here to do our part. Push, pull. We're the region's leader in orthopedics, with more doctors, more expertise, and more locations than anyone else. Stir, kick, get moving again with UMass Memorial Healthcare's orthopedics experts. Jig, job. Appointments available now. Call 855 UMass MD. UMass Memorial Healthcare a proud sponsor of Holy Cross Athletics. Hello and welcome back to Sater Stories. You're listening to our National Signing Day podcast. My name is Elijah Gonzalez. We're joined by head football coach Bob Chesney. And coach, it's time we get into the defensive side of the ball. And we'll start uh, with the big guys up front. We'll start with the defensive linemen um, and Kevin Gillis, from Topsfield, Mass., not too far away uh, from the Worcester area, defensive lineman, another guy. We just continue to post these out here, another team captain as a senior. Yeah, well, I mean, that that is something we're looking for, right? Are they a captain? Do they come from a winning program? Do they play other sports, right? Those are the, the things that athletically we're trying to, and leadership-wise, trying to quantify. Then there's a whole academic element to it, you know, as well. But Kevin is, again, a very tough productive defense alignment he's not only you know great against the run but the one thing that stood out to me is he did a bunch of camps you know and and just his ability you know to rush the passer and sort of the um you know the tools that he has for that not a lot of people have as many moves as he does in the pass rush game and for a big guy like that you don't expect it but at the same time he can do that he's a guy that can play you know all four downs inside he's tough to block against the run and and then you know, has a, a great deal of ability against the pass. He's a great one. And, um, you know, he is also uh, teammates, high school teammates um, with Fuller. So that ends up being pretty cool for those guys to be able to, to come here and have that comfort level. And then we move to another Massachusetts product and Marcus Romboli, 6'2", 260, a defensive lineman, guy who played end in high school. Uh, what, what do you think he's going to bring to the table for you guys? Yeah, just that, right? He So he put on a, a good amount of weight here, and he was a defensive end, um, ended up at Deerfield Academy. He ended up going out to Central Michigan and then transferring into here. So again, very, very good, very productive football player. A lot of, you know, speed, a lot of aggression, a lot of twitch in him, you know, good long arms and, and just can lock out. And again, a great pass rusher. But now, he added so much strength and so much muscle in the weight room. I'm really excited to see, you know, how, how much he's improved against the run. He hasn't done it in a little while, like most of these guys. So I think it's going to be really, really good to get a chance to watch him, you know, uh, just see where he's at exactly when he shows up here on day one. Now, the next guy that's that's coming to us, he has a bit of a Holy Cross connection. He played under uh, head coach Randy Trivers, who was a 1995 grad at Holy Cross, and uh, Joshua Williams. What's he going to bring to the table for you guys? I mean, Josh is the full, you know, total package, really. You know, again, the same thing, just like uh, above all three of these guys, you know, very similar. Josh a little bigger, right? He's just a little bit bigger when it's all said and done. Um, but he's, you know, extremely, extremely productive as well. Had many, you know, big offers and, and in the end ended up, you know, choosing Holy Cross. And he's a guy that as we got to meet his family more and his mother more and his father more and, he, and, and you know, Josh himself more, it just kept continuing to feel like the perfect fit. And we're really glad it ended up, you know, we, we ended up with him here because he comes from a great, great high school and great high school program. Um, Jesuit school down in Gonzaga. They're also purple. There's so many easy connections and fits here that makes it really, really good for, uh, for us to welcome Josh to the team. 
Yeah, Josh will fit right in with it with the purple and uh, it'll, you know, it'll fit, it'll fit nice there. Um, You know, now, now I want to move to a a position that, you know, I think, uh, obviously, looking at your team last year, this is a position where you guys had a lot of success. You're very talented, especially at that that position, you're going to continue to to keep some of those guys, uh, you know, moving forward into, you know, whenever we we are get a chance to play the season. But, um, you know, Frankie Monty, a linebacker out of New Jersey, uh, what do you think he's going to bring to an already talented room, I think? just that right it just bring more talent and production frankie is so productive i i just say you know one of the things about frankie's a first team all-state player believe he won a state championship at some point down there uh when when frankie eventually you know committed to us he's coming from st joe's regional where he has a couple teammates already on our team uh you know at this current time but frankie you know just production and the respect that his name you know garners down there was so impressive to me you know, as soon as he said he's in, the amount of phone calls that showed up, the amount of, you know, text, the amount of, you know, conversations we had about people saying, man, I can't believe you got that kid. You know, that's just one of those guys that I think fits in. Again, he has firsthand knowledge of what our program is all about. He's been here. You know, he's had a chance to watch his friend Terrence and, and his other friends play here. And it's just such a good, you know, such a good fit on so many different levels with Frankie. So we're really proud to have him join the team. And then now let's move into the the final room and and the final spot on this defense, the the defensive backs. Um, You know, this is a room that, again, was another one that I think a lot of people, especially looking at your guys' defense, was excited to see. Very athletic, very talented group. Um, What does Curtis uh, Harris Lopez Lopez bring to the table for you? Uh, Time. I mean, this this kid is versatile. He played quarterback. He plays receiver. He's a running back. He plays, you know, outside linebacker, inside linebacker, safety, corner, returns, punts. I think even punts, this really can do it all. Gatorade Player of the Year up in New Hampshire. uh, Won a state championship this past year. Just... Uh, three-time all-conference selection again a captain since his sophomore year of high school like there's there's a ton that he does and just like Frankie you know down in New Jersey this Curtis was very very similar to the day he said he's coming uh, the amount of phone calls we received on him were you know just immense like he is you know we're really excited about the versatility that he brings to the table not only physically can he do a little bit of everything you know speed wise and you know, acceleration wise, his hips are fluid, but he's also tough. He's a physical kid. So there's a lot in here that we're really, really excited about. And it's, it's fun to watch the offense and defensive coaches kind of fight over Curtis and, and we'll, we'll see where he ends up, but there's a lot that he brings to the table for sure. Well, he owns that school rushing record uh, in touchdowns. Hopefully we'll see some, uh, some, some six going the other way on the defensive side of the ball as well. Uh, if he gets that ball in his hands, I'm, I'm sure it will. No well, doubt. I, I'm sure we're, uh, you know, we're all excited to, to possibly see some of those go the other way. Uh, moving, moving to uh, another guy uh, out of the state of New Jersey, uh, Jake Jarmolowicz, uh, guy defensive back out of Summit, New Jersey. What is another captain, uh, you know, that's coming to, the, coming to the, the, the hill for you guys? Yeah, I mean, J- Jake's really, really a good football player. I mean, he's long, he's physical, he just has a high football IQ. He's savvy out on that field. He understands angles. He understands coverages. And when it's time to tackle, man, he does an unbelievable, unbelievable job. Again, another captain, like we keep talking about, he was the Morris County defensive player of the year, all state selection, you know, just, just keep adding that all that up. Uh, the cool thing about Jake is his, his brother, he's no, he, he's very familiar with the Patriots. Like his brother goes to Colgate and uh, those battles will be really, really fun to watch. When we started digging a little deeper, into Jake and just talking a little bit more about Jake, we found out that his father was actually the captain of the team at Maryland 
when Coach Duffner back in the you know late 80s had left here to become the head coach at Maryland. And on that first team, there was Jake's father as the captain of that team. So uh, a, a very much a football family, a great football pedigree. And there's really almost nothing that Jake can't do, you know, on this football field. So we're really excited to, you know, to welcome Jake. And then the final guy also has a, a very big football family. Uh, uh, Ryan Ruane, his brother played uh, football at UMass. Uh, what is Ryan going to bring to the table for you guys on that back end? I uh, just, I mean, it seems very similar. Like he, he, you know, he's very physical, right? And he also has this, you know, this strength, the size, and then the speed. Like he's, I could see Ryan being back there returning some kickoffs, which he did in high school for a touchdown this past year. Again, a team captain, right? All state selection. Just keep adding that up again. And, and it's exactly the type of player that we want. Again, a football family, once again, his brother, you know, at UMass, um, you know, and, and just the, the production uh, of Ryan out on the field. There's, again, not a whole lot he can't do either. All three of those guys on the back half, all three of them have the ability to play multiple positions. And that was something that we knew that uh, we wanted to make sure was a priority because we have guys leaving and we're shifting guys around to all different positions back there already. And just being able to have guys that weren't just sort of one trick ponies was, was really important. And then coach, just some final thoughts on the, uh, the, the, the defensive class uh, that you brought in here uh, this year. Yeah. And I mean, every class that you're bringing in is to fill voids that you're going to have. Right. And I think, you know, when you watch guys leave your program, it's always, you know, an anxious moment because they have experience, they have, they're, they're older, they're probably leaders of the team. So us being able to find guys, again, that were captains, us being able to find guys with high production, us being able to find guys that are passionate, excitable, and tough. Those were what we talked about all the way through. We said height, weight, all that stuff matters, but now let's also go and watch this film and be inspired by it. And really on both sides of the ball, all together, you know, just to close this out, I'd say all together, you know, one of the things that I talk to our coaches about is when you put on this film, you know, if we're sitting down, <laughs> I, I want to be moved to almost have to stand up and watch it. Right. I want to feel something through the screen. And I want to know this is a tough sport. There's not there's no other sport like it. You know, it, it's physically so demanding. You know, there's just so many different things that come into play. The strategy of it, every single play is different than the previous play. There's no free flow really to this game. It's strategy and, and to get involved in all of the scheme and the situations, you know, that takes a special person because everybody likes to just go out and play, but to do it well and to have a good understanding of how you need to do it so that you can do it well um, takes time. And unfortunately, we've lost a whole lot of time, right? So us being able to look at these guys and say, look, we know that there's going to be voids in, in some of these things. Let's make sure we find guys that are the complete package in, in this whole entire class. You know, that's exactly what we think that we just did. Well, Coach, thank you for taking the time out today uh, to talk with us about your uh, your National Signing Day class uh, that we were able to, to ink yesterday. And, you know, I think speak for the entire Holy Cross fan base that we are excited to see them out on the field and, you know, get to see the class even before them. We obviously haven't seen haven't seen them out on the, on the turf just yet. But, you know, Coach, I know we're super excited to, to get you guys uh, back out on the field at some point and um, get a chance to, to watch you guys go to work and, and see what this class can can bring to the table. No doubt. I think we all we all are excited for that. I know our fans are, and we're all excited to get a chance to be back out there and, and, and see our fans in the stands. Uh, who knows, you know, exactly what this spring ends up looking like, but we know that whatever it is, we'll be ready. So appreciate you, Elijah. Appreciate, you know, everything that you're doing to help us, um, you know, and, and to help spread the word. And, you know, we're just all excited. Yesterday was a great day for our program and, uh, you know, the future's uh, very, very soon upon us. So thanks for your help.
He's head coach Bob Kesney. I'm Elijah Gonzalez. That's going to do it for us here on Seder Stories. Make sure you keep it locked to get more info about Holy Cross Athletics and about just everything going on uh, around the Holy Cross community. For now, I'm saying goodbye here on Seder Stories. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seder Stories. Stay in the loop on all things Holy Cross Athletics at GoHolyCross.com and at GoHolyCross on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Go Cross Go!